0: summer 1999 opening up with a little bit of bob Cage and bob stauffer with you on Oilers now along with brendan escott you know brendan uh, you can never go wrong uh, with somebody from kingston uh, i believe someone well i don't know if brendan gallagher's feeling that these days with kirk muller but uh we haven't had a text uh, for a while from steve uh from kingston who always seemed to have a, a very interesting perspective on all things uh edmonton oilers uh but do, uh, while well, you have the opportunity right now, Mr. Escott, back in the 630 Chat Studios inform our listeners as to why we open up and we're going to run a little bit of Tragically Hip on the uh, Thursday edition of Truculum Thursday and orders now.
1: Well, if you remember back four years ago 2016, it was on this date when the Hip held their final concert together after Gord Downie's uh, brain cancer diagnosis. This was the big CBC event that they ran, uh, televised and can remember where I was with my old man. I know that I'm one of, of probably hundreds of thousands of Canadian who have sort of a sentimental attachment to the hips. So big day.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I've told the story so many times, people don't want to hear it again. But special, uh, one of my brushes with greatness, and opportunity to meet uh, Gord Downing uh, a number of years ago, back in 2009. He uh, hopped on the bird with us down to Calgary for a preseason game. Uh was in town uh, doing some work with Kevin Lowe on water keepers. This is Oilers Now. It's brought to you by Digitex. Buy or lease your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. Listen us uh
1: Significant date in music, is it not, Brendan? Sure is. I mean, like, just for me, if nobody else. But uh, Robert Plant's birthday is is today as well, Bob. So we'll be sure to mix a little Led Zeppelin in with the hip as we navigate today's show.
0: All right. uh, Coming up on today's edition of Oilers Now, uh, we'll hit on uh, last night's playoff action, uh, get to a clip as well from brian Lawton, uh, who's uh former nhl general manager uh, his thoughts on uh, a potential target for free agency did another target for a free agency uh, get eliminated last night well i don't i don't know it'd be a, a long shot i guess uh, given the cap space of the orders right now unless you get really creative um uh, But anyhow, uh, that's coming up. Uh, We'll slide into our Oilers Now audio vault for direct work. We're in the first half hour of the show as well as NHL today for elite promotional marketing. We'll tell you that we got Louis DeBrusque at 1235. Louis worked the uh, late game last night between St. Louis and Vancouver. Give the Canucks credit. I mean, you get two goals from Tyler Mott, and they were both beauties. You find a way to win the game uh, when you're down 3-1 early in the second period and things haven't gone well for you for a couple games. Uh, The Canucks showed some... some some guts in that hockey game, and uh, Jacob Markstrom just continues to build his candidacy uh, build some candidacy in terms of a potential uh, free agency. Uh, it's going to cost the Canucks a little bit of money to get that guy resigned. Former Canucks uh, general manager, longtime NHL executive, and he is uh, a truculent Thursday, I think, for a lot of the listeners. It is their favorite day. Brian Burke for Canadian Power Pack, Alberta's leader in electrical construction service, electrical prefabrication and solar. Rob Kinsey uh, is with Canadian Power Pack, and Rob and Lana are two of the biggest Oilers fans uh, you'll ever meet and they're hurting for certain like many of you are out there right now with the Oilers uh, not advancing past uh, the qualifier round. Uh, George Larocque, who's based now in Montreal, Edmonton's sporting icon. We'll talk a bit about the Canadiens victory. Are we going to get a uh, possible suspension uh, later this afternoon? I know Department of Player Safety has reached out to Matt Niskanen it is not the first time Niskanen has used the stick in a cross check like fashion. Uh, I'm thinking Sidney Crosby once fought Matt Niskanen uh, it was funny because uh, you got Brendan Gallagher last night, Gallagher broke that 0-4 slump in the playoffs on a deflection, Gallagher came out snorting angry right from the opening shift, tried to get it, provoke Ivan Provorov into a fight and, uh, and then Niskanen stuck him right in the face, got him in the grill and uh, it was ugly, apparently there's a fracture there uh, for the Edmonton born product, now you can get us at any time, uh, so we'll have George LaRock at 135, so again, Louis DeBras, 12th 35, Brian Burke, 105. Georgia LaRock, 135. You can text us, participate in the show, reach us on the Ashley Pine Floors text line at 780 496 Ashley Fine Floors. Ready for your kids' pregame warm-up. Uh, we're available on the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline, 780-496-0063. I don't know if we're going to have the same kind of excitement that uh, Ryan Jesperson had late in his show. Wow, uh, that was intense. Uh, the River Cree back up and Adam with over 1,350 slot machines. Multiple dining options, including the brand-new Italia, the River Cree Resort Casino. Excitement, bet on it. I'm available, Bob underscore Stauffer. Uh, pretty good at uh, getting uh, back to people. Uh, you can reach us at Oilers now. And uh, Brendan Escott is at Brendan with two Es, Escott with two Ts. By the way, Brendan, we had somebody ask if we blocked them via the text line. Now, for full disclosure, I do not send out the tweets for the show. That's you because you're the chorus employee. I don't even know how to uh, block uh uh, someone on a text line, so
1: I, I, have you ever done that actually for our show? I don't think you have. have not, you? not for ours, it's something that is possible, so keep that in mind, uh, For I mean it's very extenuating circumstances that we would roll that out, Bob. Okay,
0: so. alright so just in case anybody's uh, wondering, uh, again Bar- Berkey coming up today at 105 for Canadian Power Pack, Alberta's leader in electrical construction service, electrical prefabrication solar, what did you think of uh, the? Uh, and, and hey, full disclosure for the purposes of this show uh you are from harvard of the north uh which is why you were stoked to have james myrtle on the show at a <laughs> thompson right. rivers university uh but a cam boy so you, you grew up a canucks fan the canucks for this year they're in the perfect spot they have a deep team uh it's kind of like the Oilers in 2017 the Oilers had a deeper team in 2017 um and the uh, Canucks now are in the driver's seat to win the playoff series against St. Louis. Your thoughts on uh, on uh, what we saw last night, Brendan, because I know you would have been watching that game.
1: Absolutely, and, and I've just got positive things to say about the mix of the team. Like, that was something that Jack kind of alerted me to in the last couple of weeks, talking about a different squad, and I'm looking at how the Canucks have been assembled, and that's what really excites me about this group, Bob. They've got a great mix of youth and experience and flair and grit and skill and drive, but some depth there too, and I think that we're seeing that, right? And there's there's few better tests in the league right now than the St. Louis Blues, in my opinion, so kudos to what the Canucks are doing. I don't know if they can, you know, forge this into a long playoff run, but it's certainly a great series right now.
0: Well, you know, uh, the Calgary-Dallas winner and the St. Louis-Vancouver winner, uh, they're going to get one of vegas or colorado and that is a step up in weight class and arizona saw that firsthand i mean you get beat 7-1 7-1 in back-to-back games uh and as uh, one of the texters pointed out you know bob this wasn't all about you know Arizona adding speed and skill this is Arizona basically adding an entire line in the offseason because they had the cap space to do so and they got McKinnon on a on a, on a fairly inexpensive deal uh, they're going to have to re-sign him at one point Landeskog as well uh, obviously McCarr's on an entry level contract He's an immediate impact defenseman they've got the, the thing that's kind of interesting about Colorado I, I wouldn't say Colorado's great in goal I think they're okay uh, but they got three heavy horses on the back end, and a couple of those guys can, you know, certainly Eric Johnson. Uh, Eric Johnson might be one of the most underrated defensemen in the NHL. He's big. He can move the puck. Uh, he doesn't run the power play, but he's big, and he can move the puck. Uh, Nikita Zadorov is a guy that uh, can knock the snot out of you Ask Mark Shifley. Like, he has sent some guys into this week. I think Tom Wilson got him one time, mind you, with a pretty nasty hit. And then uh, – A guy that has sort of developed into a – it's funny because he came out of Notre Dame, went to St. Louis, and all I heard for years and years and years, and part of it is Doug Armstrong has a lot of cachet around the National Hockey League, and the Blues have done a great job promoting their – and, hey, they won the Cup last year, but it it took them years to get there. But Ian Cole, former Blues first-round draft choice, won uh, two Cups in Pittsburgh. Uh, He's another bigger defenseman that can play. Uh, I'm not the biggest Gerard guy. Like To me, he might be in the third pairing. Like When I look at the makeup of that team, they'll add Bo and Byram next year. They're going to have a good hockey club for a long time. Edmonton's behind them, but Edmonton does have some defensemen coming. Uh, the Oilers do not have the overall depth at forward, They're not even close to what Colorado does, and Colorado's a fast team. Now, what's interesting is if the Oilers basically patched work things for next year and didn't move a lot of salary off and just – had some contracts expire, the likes of, you know, Larson and Russell and Chase on at the end of the 2021 season, Edmonton could be at like $62 million in, uh, uh, you know, and, and have, would have roughly $20 million in cap space. And that would include, given Nugent Hopkins a, a significant extension, at, say for the sake of argument in the Braden Shen range, like $6.5 million per and maybe that's club friendly. Uh, that would include giving, you know, a four and a half million dollar per average starting, net, not this upcoming season, but the year after, to a guy like Ethan Bear, and then paying Yamamoto in the fours as well. And so they, they would have some decent pieces there, and a lot of. But I think for a lot of you, you'd like to see the orders be a little bit more assertive. I think it's going to be a wild, wild offseason. Right now, it's the calm before the storm. Let's go to the orders now. Audio Vault brought to you by Direct Workwear, where safety meets savings in Edmonton, Fort McMurray, online at directworkwear.com. Now, one guy I would have time for on a short term deal, depending upon the machinations that occur in the offseason with potential trades, could the Edmonton Oilers use a guy like Tyson Barry at a real tough year in Toronto? Uh, he's been a, you know, a, a 40 to 55, 60 point defenseman in Colorado. He can run a power play. Uh, he's run power plays his entire career. Right shot, capable of playing 22, 23 minutes a game. It did not go well in Toronto, but take it as a look at his last couple years in Colorado. He's pretty good. Uh, here is Brian Lawton, longtime, uh, Uh, NHL player, uh, lead uh, agent for Octagon before he became GM of the Tampa Bay Lightning, now of the NHL Network, and Lawton likes the thoughts of Tyson Berry as a fit in Edmonton.
2: I had a lot of time for Tyson Berry. I think he's a tremendous player. He really proved to me, particularly his last year in Colorado, that he can play a playoff time at a high level. I was always concerned about him being able to defend in that type of environment. I would have no concern about it with him. Whatever happened in Toronto this year, throw it in the garbage. It just never never got on track for Tyson there. Uh, his stock would be down. It would have been a huge disappointment, obviously, with people there for him. And you always have to take responsibility as a player But, boy, it was such an anomaly. (laughs) If if I were a GM, I certainly would be looking and saying, I'm going to throw that year out the window. Where is this guy really at? Because Tyson can defend. He can play in lockdown games. And his skill level is superior. He would be amazing with the Oilers as a distributor. They don't have anybody really like that. That's a defenseman on their team right now. Lots
0: well, that's Brian Lawton, uh, former uh, general manager of the Tampa Bay Lightning, uh, who's very positive about Caleb Jones as well. You can tell Brian likes puck distributors. Uh, my theory is, you know, obviously you'd be, you know, you'd have to move out a, a, a top four defenseman. And, and maybe you could do something with Toronto and swing out a D-man for a, a forward I, I would prefer not trading Darnell Nurse. I know there's some of you that are down on Darnell right now, but I don't see that as being the move to make. Uh, I think there's some, uh, you know, I think if you get Tyson Berry, you can use the power play minutes on a guy like Oscar Clefbaum, and... You, he could be in a situation where uh, Barry focuses on the power play and some other defensemen foco- uh, focus on penalty killing, but uh, time will tell in uh, that regard. This text comes in from Shane. He says, great show. Uh, well, thank you, Shane. Uh, flattery will get you everywhere. Uh, if Broberg ain't ready, Bouchard won't be ready. Either have to trade out a D or two to keep in mind, relying on rookie defensemen has worked. need players of the same value, different elements. Who you got in mind? That one comes to us from Shane. Um, Well, I mean, you know, I'm not trading Ethan Baer. He's a restricted free agent without arbitration, right? So look to the Anthony D'Angelo contract. That might tell you the price point that he comes in on. I would prefer not trading Clef Bomb and Nurse. I guess if I could get a legitimate top six four million dollar or less forward you know larson would you do something there you can make an argument you can keep larson as well i mean we're all just we're, we're sort of moving again you could do nothing and the orders have about six and a half million dollars uh to sign a left wing a third line center and another goaltender so you could just go with what you got right now um can you make enough of an improvement doing that? I guess it depends on how good of a third line center you get, and how much how good of another goaltender you get. The goalie market is an interesting one to me because it works to the advantage of the team uh, and uh, all teams in the National Hockey League. Twelve twenty-two in Edmonton. Uh Sean says, Bob, when the orders stepped up to the podium to select Connor McDavid with the pieces they already had in place, if you would have told me that the Avs, the Canucks, the Hurricanes, and the Rangers, and others would be far ahead of the orders at this point, I'd have laughed at you, uh, especially uh, the Avs and the Canucks. Very frustrating from Sean. Sean, that's a it's a fair comment, except I don't actually, based on the regular season, the Canucks and the Rangers are not ahead of the Edmonton orders. I mean, I don't know how you can say the Rangers are. I guess you're you're saying, well, they won the they won the lottery. They got Lafreniere. Uh, they're they're gonna, you know they won the lottery with more points than any other team. Like they've been, they've gotten the luckiest of anybody. Um, and the Canucks were behind the Oilers in the regular season, but the Canucks are poised to win a playoff series. It's a fair game. You can you can you can have that perspective. We will head off to a quick timeout. Come back with NHL today for Elite Promotional Marketing. Bob Stauffer, Brendan Escott, with you in Oilers now. <coughs>
2: Hi, this is Ryan Nugent-Hopkins from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers
0: Now with Bob Stauffer on 630 Chat. Ryan Nugent-Hopkins represented by Rick Vallette from Octagon. Um, I put a number out there, 6.5 million per, that's the Braden-Shen range, seven years. Uh, And unfortunately for Nugent-Hopkins... And perhaps even more, unfortunately, for the likes of a guy like Taylor Hall, uh, this situation with the pandemic has completely changed uh, what has occurred uh, potentially for a free agency. Let's go to NHL today, brought to you by Elite Promotional Marketing, your local branded merchandising specialist. Head to ElitePromotionalMarketing.com.
1: The Oilers loaning Philip Broberg to schleftia in the SHL and that's really because their season starts a little earlier so this gets him back on the ice in game competition. The Oilers are able to recall him when camp starts. We're seeing a lot of these deals around the league yeah. this week. Uh, Ottawa in fact doing the same with their 2019 first rounder Lassie Thompson today. He is on loan in Finland. Boston, Tampa, Colorado all moved on to round two yesterday winning each of those series in five games respectively. Montreal able to hand on and Force Game 6 versus Philly tomorrow, while uh, Vancouver beat St. Louis 4-3 in uh, that Game 5 to take a 3-2 series lead. Tonight, it's the Islanders that can eliminate the Capitals in Game 5 there. The Stars will try and bounce the Flames in Game 6. That's an 8-30 puck drop from Rogers Place tonight. And you mentioned it off the top, Bob Flyers' D-man, Matt Niskanen, uh, has a hearing this afternoon with the Department of Player Safety for cross-checking Brendan Gallagher in the face. Gallagher lost at least one tooth and as you said, he's being evaluated. He's got a CAT scan today to see if there's any uh, uh, damage to the bone around his jaw there as well.
0: This tech. Fine floors. Text line Bobber, reminder to the listeners it took Nathan McKinnon seven years to get to where he is now. Connor McDavid, is he two years away? I mean, Colorado's looked really good. Colorado's deep. We've told the story 600 times over the course of the last four years. They knew what they needed to improve. A lot of people didn't have faith that Joe Sackick would be all in. I mean, you're talking a player that, about a guy that made over $100 million as a player. Um, but Joe had a vision and then had guys like Chris McFarlane, who's very underrated, Craig Billington. Those guys executed. The the takeaway that they got out of the Duchesne deal is unbelievable. By the way, just in terms of numbers, I'm just going to throw this out there to our listeners right now. Matt Duchesne last year signed 8 million times 8 years with the Nashville Predators. Okay? Brendan, if the Nashville Predators put Matt Duchesne on waivers... Given the compressed cap at 81.5, do you think there'd be any takers? No, not a chance. Not at that price tag. And therein lies a bit of the challenge in signing guys long-term. Like, agents are sitting there going, well, my guy's as good as Matt Duchene. I'm not convinced. Like, I know right now Taurus has got four years left at $6 million. No one would touch him if he was placed on waivers. No one at six million, not based on the productivity over the last couple of years. So Duchesne, who's a pretty good player, you know, and and you look and and Nash, Nashville and Pittsburgh are two teams to watch for me all day in the off season. Tampa Bay is going to be a team to watch. It's. It, we we haven't had something like this this compressed cap some teams you know wanting wanting maybe to deal in real dollars it's going to be really intriguing off to a global news weather traffic update with Carrie McCarthy and when we come back on Oilers now Louis DeBrusque as we open up Truculent Thursdays this is Oilers Now
1: Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio six thirty Chad.